Bartleman, Hans Mack, how yes, do drummers harmonize? How does a drummer harmonize? Or how does a drum harmonize? Maybe not so much, but I imagine it's the drum and the drummer. If we're in a group, I, not being a drummer, I wonder if a drummer thinks about harmony. I've never thought of it, like, just for drums. But now that well, you ask the question... Well, you tune drums, I mean, to a pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I just always thought... I grew up with the word, you know, harmony as a musician more, I think, than 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 anything. I mean, yeah, to, to live in harmony, of course, but just took that for granted. But... Um, Harmony as a drummer, it was always vocals, right? Uh, it was always like, you know, I got to learn my harmony part. And I was never very good at it. To this day, I'm not good at it, doing vocal harmonies. But um, EJ was using one of those for a while on his voice vocals. Right. Kind of goes very parallel sounding, like, Fifths and fourths, and this. Yeah. it sounds like outer space music. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if you if you tune it right, if you set it up right, it can actually sound, you know, it can be quite believable as if you were to, you know, do a three or four part harmony with with four voices, four human beings singing those four parts. Wow. Right. And then going back to the drum thing, Fred. How would a drummer harmonize? I would say by um, first of all being aware of. Uh, I'm assuming you're talking about playing with another drummer or another drummers, or like drum just another group of people. It could be in, with more than one drum drummer, or it could be in a three piece and you're the drummer. Right. Um, well, timing. One, everyone has to be um, on the same beat and time interval. And also, I think to have uh, some feeling going along with that sort of clock. Um, yeah, that, that hard set beat of timing and to have the feeling so that you can you can deviate from that hard clock but still be in time to give it some warmth but you know with drums you don't you know because they're not super melodic i guess would be the word i mean drums don't have to be in tune to still sound good with a band or with each other <laughs> percussive i mean it it, it, marks, That's it, it it marks a beat without a tone it doesn't have to have the proper tone although you can hear a tone um and if it's out of whack it it could be kind of unsettling and it's just like percussion instrument but i mean so i've the, i've played drums that you know they were like really bad out of tune you could say right the, the the piano is an is a percussion instrument, by the way. So that's an interesting addition to this discussion right now. Right, and ragtime tuning still has a harmony, right? Yeah, right. A detuned piano. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
But it, interestingly, I, I just uh, started back in, in my choir last week as well. Oh. And, and, mm. and that's, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, a re- it's a really fun experience. Um, and so there you have the sopranos, the altos, the tenors, and they put me in the bass because they, they need bass people. They're always looking for more bass people. And, what, and are like, what are you singing? Like, are you in church? Uh, no, no, it's um, it's uh, popular songs like uh, you know, "Bye Bye Blackbird," "Time After Time." Oh, that's that sounds fun. Uh, and then there's a couple of sort of church-going songs. I, I um, and usually, uh, interestingly, the 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 more I don't want to say Christian, but the more religious type songs are usually in Swahili. Oh, gee. So, so, so it make, makes it so it's not like onward Christian soldiers or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought you were going to, I, I'm super happy it went this direction, but I was, I took the question, the harmony, because it's something I, I, I often find myself wondering about is how to harmonize with others, like in, in, in the, mm-hmm. in the life game. Right. And then, you know, I'm sure people who have listened to the podcast have known that this is the topic that can come up for me is like, how does how do I do that? How does one do that? Yeah. Right. And what's the negotiation? Right. How's the negotiation work in like harmonizing with others without actually talking about harmonizing with others? Yeah. It's sort of a it's not an it's not a front front of the discussion conversation. It's often for me, it feels like it's very strong, but it's in the in the in the background of a, of a, of the expectations, right. That you would, well, if you're working on a team at, at your job, right. Or you're working as we've talked about as a team in the band, right. Or if you're working as a team in a group on a, in a, you know, in a, in a spiritual, sorry for the word practice with others, when you're working together with others in that domain. Group work in general. Yep. Group work, group work in general, group dynamics, right? Mm -hmm. So those things, you know, because I've often worked when you're working at a high school that's very democratic for the most part, then those those um, collegial uh, relationships are are very important to keeping the 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 momentum of the project going forward, which would be the school, right? You have to get along with yourself first. Get along with myself first. (laughs) <laughs> well, in terms of group yeah. work, you know, I mean, work on self or the, the, the harmonious human being doesn't necessarily mean like getting along with others is all I'm saying. And uh, I'm giving him the hand pray. I agree sign for those of you <laughs> yeah. who are only listening to the podcast. So what does harmony mean? What does it mean to working harmoniously with others? Could it be like it's it's in a, in a in say, a musical band, you say, somebody says, hey, let's play in A, and then somebody else says, oh, let's try C, let's play in C. And... Um, I'll play in A, I'll play in A, and you play in C. 
They're they're close though. They share some notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you make it A minor, that's a relative minor, and it's all going to work out fine. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> when I was in a punk band, right when I decided to be a, well, whatever there was, we formed a punk band in 1987-88. A little late, but nevertheless, we did it. And we eventually went to a studio and recorded 12 songs in a sort of basement studio of, of a local guy. And I thought it turned out really good. It was all done live, right? It was a very simple studio and we were a simple band. So um, I never understood. It took me years, embarrassingly years. So my bandmates referred to this basement recording. There was later an album as Fred plays bass. <laughs> and I didn't understand what they meant. I was like, they're because they were they were a bit clever and mean, these these other bandmates. Two of them were anyways. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. they were the the, the 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 mockings or the like arrows were always, you know, sort of stealthy. So you didn't see them and then everybody laughed and you didn't know why they were laughing. Which oh. made them even more proud, right? They pulled it off, right? That kind. It was great when they were doing it to other people. They also called me George Harrison, which I never understood either. So, yeah, hey, George Harrison, get over here. And I, I, I didn't understand what they meant. So those two quiet, stealthy sort of mocks or attacks on me for the Fred Play's bass, it took me, I don't know, a long time. And I listened to it, you know, randomly in my in future, many years after that, and was like, oh, it's because I turned up so loud that you can't hear anybody else. <laughs> oh. So there's also in that, it, all this to say that the the idea here is that what happens for those of us who don't know we're out of tune? It's all accidental, right? It's, it's never, it wasn't malicious. It was just enthusiasm and foolishness. But for them, it was like Fred was out of tune and he doesn't hear us telling him he's out of tune. How do we harmonize if we don't know we're out of tune? I'm, I'm looking for some help here. Get somebody else to tune it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Tuner. And then yeah. say, like, listen, you really got to learn how to do this yourself, you know. But here, in the time for the time being, this is what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just echoes through my life because now I'm thinking like when I was at the, the art school, uh, a guy that I got along with very well liked him. He was just terrific, music chair of the music program. And he would often say, You know, Fred, you're really direct. <laughs> and I would take it as a compliment. Yeah, it is, and it's a sideways compliment. Or it's like Fred plays bass. <laughs> that's, well, that's a little sneaky. Those are bullies in action behind the scene. Well, they're not in tune. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because, because to an extent, I've always felt out of tune from the world, from the people around me, you know, and and maybe we were just looking for band members who are playing together. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, you, you look at the rest of the world and it's, um, you know, 
soon as you start gut, getting up in school, you know, find a girl, find a job, find a career, go to college, play NFL football. You know, it, it's 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 just in that order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or CFL. Yeah, or the CFL. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I just yeah. was curious if the order had any importance. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, I mean, we're talking about harmonizing, but I, for me, I didn't really want to harmonize with those people, right? I mean. The people who go out to the bars every Friday, Saturday night and, and get drunk. Although, I, you know, I, I did my fair share of that. But it was, um, mm -hmm. that's not necessarily what I wanted to harmonize with. There's another word that works in the place of harmonizing. And I've heard I've heard EJ use it before, saying like, "Well, I understand that, but I don't resonate with it." And and resonating is is you know the the vibe, getting in with the vibe. So musical terms get very specific harmonization. You got thirds and fifths and fourths and augmented fifths, and so you have dissonance, which is still used in harmony because dissonance wants to resolve to something. You get all these the ways of using those qualities in, in music, but then in, in terms of relating with people, social groups, groups, um, it's often something you can understand, but not resonate with, you know? And so it, uh, the, the music analogy works so far, only so far, but like a, but, it is vibrational, right? You know, it is all vibrational, I think. And, you know? and the example that uh, we've seen is the, where you have two tuning forks and they're both C and you hit the one and it vibrates and hold them close to each other and they both start. The second one starts resonating is the is this so let's say we're 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 jazzing ourselves in in those awkward and trying to fit in and resonate and and harmonize with the group that's around us because it's sort of we're thrown into that group lots mm -hmm. of times we don't have that have a choice classrooms and yeah you know unfortunate groups that you get drawn into so is it possible when we're talking about the tuning forks so if we spend too much time in a place that's maybe got bad vibes or with a group that's asking us to harmonize in a way that's uncomfortable or impossible for us, we don't have that range. It's not on our frequency, uh, bottom and top. So we really have to work hard to, to disguise ourselves so we do harmonize, Right, so that we don't get picked out as 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 the person who's out of tune with this group, as well. disaffected. Yes, to be disaffected. Right. Yeah. Or, but that's the part I'm going towards. So let's oh, say yeah. we 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 push it, and we really work until we can produce those vibrations or frequencies, and we do fit in. Or, that's one possibility. The other possibility is it just happens without our awareness. And it is like the tuning fork. So if we're with a group of people who got bad vibes, eventually will our tuning fork, us, 
also begin to resonate with those bad vibes and therefore we're, we're, you know, becoming something unfortunate or false or, 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 you know, that we're not respecting the frequency that we've been given. Hanging out with the wrong crowd. <laughs> yeah. It's all about that. This is just my mom talking through me right now. <laughs> so, so here's a, here's a couple of things. So one is, um, it, it can happen with a magnet, like you can use a magnet and something that's not magnetized, you can stroke it with the magnet and get it into the same magnetic field. And then the, the other part about um, not necessarily resonating, but sort of learning to resonate, I, I sort of put that into shape-shifting. Mm. So you're you're learning to um, pick up that frequency and and vibrate with it or and, embody it. Yeah, and um, so I I I don't know. Maybe it, it's only like supposing you can only play in A. Now you can play in C too, mm-hmm. and then you learn to play, and then and then it's almost like. Well, if you can do this and you can do this and do this, but where am I? Where am I? Where's my where's my resonance? Where is it coming from? Mm-hmm. Very good. Right. I mean, I I mean, <laughs> I was I was going to start off this with, well, you know, everybody just harmonized to me. You know, never mind everything else. I'm, I'm the be, root note here. I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna be the ruler of the world. <laughs> you know, and then, um, yeah. That's then good. So, so how can one? Super good. Mm-hmm. So, how can one shape shift? which is an important skill we've been mm-hmm. told all of us mm-hmm. and well i have the answer so to shape shift and be part of a group that maybe is not your natural state and to be with them be with this thing be with you know shape shift to get there right um And then I guess on the internal side of all this is the detachment mm-hmm. that I am not this. Mm-hmm. I may be this right now, but I am not that. No? Yeah. 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 That detachment, because um, it sort of goes back to, well, you got two legs, you got two arms, you can do that, I can do that. And then there's also the, um, you can pretend like an actor. You know, this is is the role I'm gonna play, but it's just a role I'm playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't really wanna go out to the pub and get drunk. Do, do, do you enjoy the role of mortgage broker? Uh, do I enjoy? Uh, 
it has it, yeah it has its um, pluses and minuses like everything i think it, did you have to change the way you i mean you've spoken about it you know here and there but did you have to what did you have to do to adapt to the role that people expect when they sit down with a mortgage broker well that that's interesting because there's there's uh, when I first approached it, and I was approaching sales, then, you know, okay, well, let's try this, let's try that. And then and then you sort of find your way of, of doing it, right? I mean, you can play the fast salesman, say the rate is 3%. Buddy, I can get you 2.5%. And then when, they, well, you know what, you don't qualify for 25 but I can get you 3 you know, so you, you can play all sorts of games and tricks and bait and switch and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I found then you're wasting your time because sooner or later the clothes are going to come off, right? Sooner or later they're going to see it's not 2.5, it's 3%. And, and then you've been running around with this client and he could he could get upset with you. Oh, you've been lying to me all this time. And then he could clear off and go to another another uh, mortgage broker or to the bank or whatever. And then it, it sort of became, uh, for me, I, I just try and be as upfront as I possibly can and just say, well, this, this is what I can do. And then they can take it or, or leave it. And what for me, what it means is if once I have the client, then he, he stays with me, he or she stays with me. So it, it's um, right, it, right. Like if you do the bait and switch and you, you can get a lot of clients, but a lot of only them once. Oh, some will come back. But, okay. <laughs> but, but you're going to you're, you're going to lose quite a few. And then you're going to, um, you'll have done all that work. And then, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's sort of my my way of sales, so to speak. So, to just try and, try and be upfront with people. <laughs> Do you have special um, clothing you wear? Do you have a uh, costume? No, I'm bad. That, that's that's for the bait and switchers, the, the yuppies. The, they wear their suit and tie. I, I go in T-shirts and jeans, and a lot of mortgage brokers do. A lot of very successful people who are way more successful than me. They they will they will go in there, but but they have the the gab, the talk down. But then it, it, it also becomes a matter of uh, harmonizing in that only taking a, a little bit of the money, right? As opposed to taking all of the money, right? Which is, which is sort of, you know, just being satisfied with a, a little bit that can get you through rather than wanting, wanting all the money and 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 I know that's 
that's that's the that's the harmonizing because the rest of the world or as as I shouldn't say the rest of the, a lot of the rest of the world they they want as much money as they can and they don't care too much about anybody else it's like they want the the whole cake as opposed to just their piece of cake Well, the military is a weird form of um, resonating, you know, in a group and 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 having direction because they have ranks, they have different ranks, you know. But then you've got the guys on the field, the the soldiers out in the field, and and their training, you know, is a uniform, and also setting their personal identities aside, in a sense, not entirely, but in order to, to a degree, you know, to, uh, setting a lot of personal interests aside to become one with the group mm-hmm. and, and, um, and listen to direction from a smaller and smaller number uh, without question, without question, yeah, without question. and then with severe punishment if you start to question too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it because then then you're giving up control, right? Mm-hmm. You know, your sergeant says, "Go out there into the middle of the fire," right? Go. <laughs> And and so then you're like, okay, let's yeah. your job. Yeah, it's your role. Mm-hmm. Sw- swallow that grenade. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so so what about when we were playing D two with the with large groups, numbers of group no, eight, of course, in a game is all it would hold. Yeah, many, many people and many, many groups of people playing this game, which was collaborative and everything we're talking is sort of harmony of a group. And we won't go over that because we've spoken about this in other podcasts. But at the very beginning, there was a paradox or a contradiction or prefer paradox mm-hmm. where there was this idea of some people's way of harmonizing or being part of the group or being dutiful Mm-hmm. was to simply follow the leader, mm-hmm. right? And there was Claude, who was often the leader. There were others too, but he was in the games I played in. So there was this paradox of like, follow the leader. That's the game the Hitler youth would play to prepare them for, you know, mm-hmm. their role in the German society that Mr. Hitler had planned yeah. out. But yet, we did follow the leader Mm -hmm. and it was sort of this razor's edge of like, well, but you're the ball, you're, you're, you're the pro. We're not, we follow you, but don't follow the leader. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, that, that it has its own trajectory for individuals, how they feel about that and and so on and so forth. However, after time, Mm -hmm. there was, this breakthrough and i think we have it now in our our bi-weekly d2 games where there is no there's truly no leader Mm. and it truly is like an amoeba 
yeah. three of us, or in the good games of the old days, the group just resonated, harmonized, mm-hmm. and moved as an amoeba through the game efficiently and, and as if we were trained in a military outfit. Mm-hmm. But at the point, but that the re, the point was to get to the point where there was no leader because everybody understood innately or or intuitively yeah. where we're going, and you know, and there was, and we just went as a group, yeah, without a leader, yeah, as one, yeah. no, yeah. So there is that paradox, or that like, how do we get to that point where I mean, I imagine and I envy the the experience of being in a band for a very long time with a group of people. So you just or basketball team mm-hmm. talks about this a lot, where you just know what the other players are going to do. So you're really moving in that space mm-hmm. without a leader. No. Yeah. Yeah. Those are some really good spaces. Yeah. You know, situations you know, you you always you always have a choice for you know uh for the freedom so you're you're there's no forcing no twisting anybody's arm when we get into the um, you're out of tune so what it, and I have to go back to d2 so um, as we're moving along, and we don't have a leader, but we're moving along, and then on the screen, supposing you suddenly get carried away with one particular monster that you want to kill, so you're killing and you're killing, and he's not dying, and the group's moving on, then you have to observe that the group's moving on, and you have to go join that group. could recall um, being in a really, really positive state. Right. But I'm, I'm talking more of one that goes on a bit, like for at least, I don't know, let's say a half an hour, but preferably longer. Right. And, you know, sometimes if you've ever dropped mushrooms or done ecstasy, you're just in that groove. Right. Every kind of music sounds good. Even the music you hate sounds great. Right. And no matter who you're around, people you you normally would think are ugly or rude or mean or this or that or just whatever, you're grooving with them, right? You can be in the same space and you're just grooving. That kind of harmony, I think, is something to look at. Like, I'm not sure if you're harmonizing with them or they're harmonizing with you or everything's just harmony right but i think it's also it's infectious right it rubs off when when you go around people and you're in that terrific mood you're not rubbing it in their face or anything but you're just you're just being yourself and everything's just going great for you and it that starts to get people catch on to that and they feel it even if they're down and really sort of you know grumpy or depressed you you um you end up giving them that that vibe that you have to some degree or another. Would know. you say that the 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 psychedelics or or psychoactive substances you mentioned and you get into that space, Hans Mack? Is it is it? it, it I'm going to ask the question rather than make a statement. Hold on. 
is it you that is in harmony with you that therefore you see the rest of these others or the music or the other people that you may have disregarded when you weren't in that state? Is it is it you that's changed, not them, right? Is it you? Is it yeah. the music's the same, right? The people, I assume, then are the same, even if they might be joining you in the psychoactives. No? Yes, it's it's me in harmony with me, which allows me to be in harmony with thee. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah.